they have the internet on computers now. You're here to see technology at its most advanced. Start up. I'm up for it. Johnny Lou in the studio this morning. The Big Lou for that is your athlete's name. The Big Lou. That's <laughs> the first I've ever heard of it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with that on the fly and I'm not too happy about it. Maybe I'll workshop That's this. That's okay. All good. But either way, we get you in each morning to talk tech. And I guess in the theme of Go For Gold, you are actually looking at the best of the best this weekend. You're being sent on a, on a spot trip to Melbourne. Tell us about it. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, PAX is happening down in Melbourne this weekend, and it's I, it's the biggest uh, gaming, uh, I guess, festival, conference, whatever you want to call it, uh, that's uh, happening in Australia. So, you know, there's a lot of, like, big titles that are, like, you know, showing off there. There's also heaps of local developers uh, that are showing off their wares for the first time. What are some What are some of the local titles getting attention, and what do you think is the main... I remember Ariel Bogle saying AI was very popular yeah. last year. What What do you reckon? Or VR technology as well? I think VR is definitely back. But yeah. um, on the um, on the titles that are probably getting more uh, getting a, quite a bit of attention um, for me at least. Um, one of them is co- one of the games is called Rumu. So you go around and play as like a as a lovable robot vacuum cleaner, like a Roomba. Like so, basically it's a uh, it's by a Sydney developer called Robot House, and the premise of Rumu um, is that you become you, the vacuum cleaner, becomes self-aware, like you become aware of um, your surroundings, and that basically you just go go through all these moral challenges. I assume to like find your way out of the house. <laughs> um, so that's a great one. Um, it sounds a bit like. Uh, have you ever watched Bicentennial Man? No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, With Robin not, Williams. Not a great film, yeah. but, <laughs> but I'm sure Rumi will be a lot better. Um, yeah, so it comes out a little later this year on Steam, which is uh, a gaming platform many of us might use. Um, another great looking game is one called Paperbark. And this is an awesome one if you're a fan of um, Australian children's literature. So it's um, developed by a Victorian developer called um, Paperhouse. And in Paperbuck, you play a wombat exploring the Australian bush, like trying to like, <laughs> you basically like awake in the Australian summer and uh, you go around and like explore your surroundings and trying to like, basically trying to survive like on, on the surroundings around you. That is so cool. Yeah. So, I mean... The concept's cool, but also the level of illustration in the game is, like, amazing. So, um, you know, there's plenty of inspiration from Australian artists such as, like, Albert Namajiro, who's done a lot of, like, landscape work um, in the Outback. And, you know, of of course, Australian children's literature, like, um, you might have, you know, maybe read Mem Fox's Possum Magic. Of course. Snuggle Pot and Cuddle Pie. So it's really influenced off that. And that comes out early next year. Ooh, but people can get a sneak peek this weekend. Yeah, of course. FBI is all about independent artists, not to bring it back to us, but I'm gonna, because we're going for gold. All about independent talent, and so is PAX. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of an indie showcase happening. Yeah, so they run an indie showcase every year, and um, basically basically game industry vets pick um, a selection of indie titles they want to showcase. So this year, um, they got about 100 entries, and there were six they've decided to show in the showcase. So you were talking about like some of the technologies that people uh, you know are big out this year I think VR is kind of uh, one of those things that is trying to like hit the mainstream so they so um, there's a game by a Melbourne developer called um, virtually impossible and basically it's a it's a party game so you might have played like Wii tennis or um, you know like Mario Party or Mario Kart it's kind of a bit of all those mashed in one but with with uh, a VR element mm-hmm 
Um, then you have something like Sky Noon, which is like a Western-style first-person shooter, so that doesn't really use any VL AR tech, but it's uh, a bit of like uh, a cross between Counter-Strike and Super Smash Brothers. Um, mm. So if you're really into those kind of like shoot 'em up games, which I'm, I'm a massive fan of, um, that's pretty cool. And that's out of New Zealand, actually, so yeah. Oh, awesome. So you've just mentioned New Zealand. Yes. Are there a few international names that are going to be down there? Yeah. Um, oh, there's some weird international games that are kind of featuring. Um, so obviously you You'll have the big PlayStation and Xboxes and your Bethetas and what whatnot. But um, one of the bizarre ones that's showing there is Pure Farming 2018. Pure Farming. farming 2018. <laughs> um, basically, it's a farming simulator. So it allows you to build your farm uh, in different places around the world and try your hands in different parts of modern farming so you can try cultivation you know greenhouses orchards um and more so they've even gone so far to ensure you can actually use like the official tractors like that farmers use like that farmers can buy so you can like try you can drive those around can you get your tractor license yeah i feel like this is like the the post farmville like everyone when everyone put everyone played farmville they're like hmm maybe there's a future in farming games um Another weird one is also uh, Donut County, which you play a, a donut hole and try and swallow things up from the ground. Um, and that comes out of a, a Los Angeles developer uh, called Ben Esposito. Um, so, yeah, like these are some of the games that caught my eye. There's plenty of really massive ones that are there too and you know, so many more independent ones um, that I wish I could feature. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good time. It is. I'm kind of noticing a bit of a trend in what you're saying. So, you know, you've got this real practical farming one. You've got a vacuum that's got to solve these moral dilemmas. Yeah. You've got a wombat in the Australian bush. Do you reckon gaming is turning into more of a, uh, you know, a less fantasy and more practicality? I think it's uh, definitely, there's, a pl- there's plenty more games out there that are kind of heading towards the meditative bent. So, for instance, uh, Paperbark, if, if you look at the gameplay, it's really like quite meditative and it's like quite soft same with like rumor it's like you know you're really taking your time there's also another one called grow from a new zealand developer it's a bit like um like sim city but you're growing like parkland it's like yeah (laughs) so um yeah so i think maybe that that's maybe where it's going towards um yeah i think we all live busy lives and when you play games you just want to relax you don't want to sometimes you don't want to hectic like shoot them up like Wolfenstein 2 or like Head Call of Duty on. or Headset yeah. on, like screaming at some other 14-year-olds on the internet. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, Johnny, you are definitely the man to be sent down to check it all out. We're going to get a bit of an update on this next oh. week. <laughs> I am looking forward to it. Now, you are obviously from Mashable. That's why we get you on. You've yes. got the tech goods. But you're also a big part of FBI here. We're just talking off mic. You've been here for seven years. Yeah, I know. I've just been in the... just. Just been in the in the in the wings for about seven years, uh, just hanging around, you know. <laughs> Give us a brief insight into your FBI journey. Uh, so I started here at Frontline uh, when I was eighteen. So I came out of high school. Um, you know, didn't I wasn't particularly the greatest student. So I was like, okay, probably I need to get some. I probably need to be out there and do some stuff. But also, I I listened to the station as a high schooler. So I just yeah started like working the front desk, answering phones and whatnot <laughs> for about a year a bit. Then I started uh, as a volunteer coordinator, so just like helping. Out, um, you know, recruit volunteers and also, um, you know, put them on shifts and that sort of thing. And then now I do a show on, on Saturdays called Spin the Bottle. And I've done that for five years now. So it's been a huge part of my life. I can't actually imagine it being like not being at F- FBI. And yeah. we've had, a, you know, quite a few departures this year with like Shag and obviously Shantan last year and um, you know, heaps of other guys. And I can't imagine like being at that point where I'm like, okay, like FBI is not part of me anymore. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's 
yeah, I, I can't, yeah. Can I imagine, can I imagine it not being here? Exactly. Johnny Lou, and I do want to say a note there about volunteering because a lot of the people that do keep this station running and do keep the lights on are volunteers. You're doing mm-hmm. this because you're passionate, off your own back. What would be your message to people to tell them to go for gold? Please support us. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> don't, don't, don't kill my dream. Yeah. <laughs> You heard it here first. Johnny Lou, please don't kill my dream. Mm-hmm. 833-22945 or com at slash support. Give us a call. Lots of prizes in it for you, but it also keeps us volunteering with this station. Melbourne Vinyl Pack. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk this after this oh, track yes. from a Melbourne band that FBI introduced you to. I'll let you do the honours. It's uh, Cut Copy. Saturdays. <laughs> 